Hey, I'm Pat B. And I'm Adam Willis. And you're listening to The Geek Down here on WEMF Radio. Mm. Well, you would be. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. All right. No, that's all good. Gee, After that boring start, my man. <sighs> I miss I miss Master no, Shake. <laughs> I'm mad. I miss Master Shake <laughs> screaming. No, nah, I'm, 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the old old school lifestyle show intro where it's just like cut chemists yelling at you over the sucker and then talking about the same sounds. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Geek Down here on WEMF Radio. I am Pat B. I look to the side of me from main man, my homeboy Supreme, the black dynamite to my bullhorn. I'm talking of course about Black Adam Willis. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How we doing? Ah, doing okay, yeah, right? man. Who, me? You doing all right today? Ah, it's been a stressful Come on. Day, it's been a stressful life, my man. Um, <laughs> yeah. A life I asked you about the day, and you're like, ah, my, my it, life. It all started. <laughs> you, know, you know how it is. Sometimes I, I feel like there's a gamma rays in my face. Oh, what's this? All right. Well, you're listening to The Geek Down here on WEMFRadio.com. And if you're not, maybe you're watching us live on Twitch. And if you're not, you should be at twitch.tv slash The Geek Down. You can check us out. You can live stream with us and actually chime in with questions, comments, criticisms, all that stuff that you normally keep to yourself. We have an action-packed, awesome, fun-filled show for you. As always, we're talking the Nintendo Switch. We're talking Zelda Legends. Legends. Excuse me. Legend of Zelda. That's what the thing's called. Uh, Zelda Legends of Dyslexia. <laughs> Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Thank you. Someone's paying attention. Uh, also talking Beauty and the Beast, the new live action adaptation. Le Beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, also by Disney, so live action adaptation of Le Beast. Disney's, yes. Uh, Beast mode mm-hmm. and dog. Yo, back from the past, Samurai Jack. Yes, guys, Jack. We all know why it's cool except for Jay. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, I'm the rookie of this. I got the school, yeah, your boy. All right, all right. I'm yeah, Samurai fun. Jack. I've been waiting for this forever, man. Mm. This is one of my favorite cartoons when I was uh, uh, not, I guess, not a young man, but a. Uh, a, you know, high school, uh, college guy, you know, and when, middle-aged. Uh, when he used to smoke a little bit more, you know? I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like such a noob on this one since yeah. I just only saw these two new episodes. Oh. I feel like such a noob. No, nah, it's okay. We're going to school you. We're talking, of course, about the uh, the uh, bringing back of Samurai Jack. Yeah. Uh, we've got the quick review on the first uh, on the first, first bouts episodes, and whether or not, yeah, yeah does it measure up, dude? At old school fans and his newcomers to the series, this will be mm-hmm. this will be one you want to hear. I think, ah, yep. uh, dude, I want to jump right into it because not any, on top of all that, there's a controversy going on right now. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't introduce these uh, these oh, fine. We, we, got, we got Look people in the house to do. Okay. Uh, the, the random job sucker across the table here is J.M. the Thriller Priest. <laughs> peace, peace. <laughs> you know you love me, fam. We go yeah. way back. And his cohort raising the smell is Dirty D in the corner. What's up, brother? <laughs> Down from the depths of the dirt. Remember that. <laughs> and, of course, the man very busy on the side of me here. Just Johnny. You. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This man who I don't I don't understand how. You say I don't appreciate. This man here with such shoddy taste in games. Actually, re- and, and games and anime. Yeah. Well, it's a great introduction. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure you appreciate it. Jeez. <laughs> what, what was that you recommended before the show, man? Uh, you recommend something awful. You should be ashamed of yourself. Toilet bowl water. But he's he's, he's in his own. John, I, Johnny's in his own, man. Johnny should be looking good. He's in the Matrix right He's now. logged oh, in. What did I do? No, you recommend yeah, a bad anime. I was clowning you for it. I recommended a fantastic anime. So Which anime? Uh, <laughs> this is Gungrave. How dare you, sir? How now, many, don't get me wrong. How many people in this room have seen Gungrave? How many people in this room would recommend Gungrave? Thank you. Don't put your hand down. Put it up. That was that was that was weird though. That was is weird. That was straight peer pressure light. Maybe I should. <laughs> Someone's got to defend him. <laughs> all right, all right. I got your back, Jamie. Yes, <laughs> right. Eddie. And the always understated, never forgotten DJ Herbie Herb. 
G Herbo, what's up? Hey guys. Hi. All right, man. We Hi. are with a slip shot start tonight. Let's get back on track because I want to talk about Ghost in the Shell. Jeez, now, okay, dude. we've already established that only a couple of us are anime uh, heads here. But is everyone at least familiar with Ghost in the Shell? Yeah, sure. Well, amazing, probably one of the most amazing animes I've I seen. I think one of the more well-known ones, too. So even mm-hmm. if you're not, like, hardcore into anime, you've probably heard of Perfect Blue, mm-hmm. Ghost in the Shell, Ninja Scroll, uh, Vampire Hunter D, Vampire stuff Hunter like D. that. You know? La Blue Girl, Ninja Battle Scroll. Angel, you know, yeah, yeah. the good ones. Uh, just for me, um, me, my intro to anime was a little on the high end. Uh, my first anime I watched thoroughly was actually Ninja Scroll, mm-hmm. and then yes, Ghost in the Shell. A, such a great and it one took too. me, like, three times, literally three times to make it through Ninja Scroll. I mean, the Ghost of the Shell, because mm-hmm. it was just, for me, it was so complex and trying to figure out what's It's a little going convoluted, sure, you know. It is, I mean, but yeah. I mean, it's a great piece, and we had a little argument with, at the pre pre show um, dinner that we usually do, and it was whether or not you can actually pay to go see Ghost of the Shell because mm-hmm. of the controversy we're going to talk about. Um, I'm with I'm with Dirty D on this one. I may pay. The whitewashing. With, that, um, I'm going to pay, man. Yeah. It, was my, it, was my, it, was, it was the anime they sold me on the genre, mm-hmm. and, cool. I, and I fell in love with the convolutedness, like you said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, just, it took me three watches. And mm-hmm. when something has to make me rewatch it, that repeal reread it, mm-hmm. I, I love it. Yeah, so th- it works my brain. Yeah, wait, wait, been... so that means you, you're familiar with uh, with the comics too, the mangas, yes. not just not just the anime. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. And remember when? You oh. remember when they were going to do Akira and they were going to have like they? I think they were floating around like Keanu Reeves yes, to do Akira. No, no, it was not Leonardo. For Akira, no, it was Michelangelo. <laughs> it was DiCaprio. Yeah, I remember that. Really? That's like Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Attached. He, I, Keanu I heard, Reeves is definitely attached to it. At I one heard point Keanu well. Reeves too. I heard Keanu Reeves for both Akira and for Cowboy Bebop live action. And Whoa. the Adam Willis story wow. too. That's in 2020. I want to come in, y'all. Look out for it. Yeah. So, I'm on Hunt Soup. But this is a, there's been a lot of the the <laughs> there's been a lot of oh, the whitewashing kind of things that people have been getting uh, up in arms about. Of mm-hmm. course, even with. Uh, What's uh, the, the Great Wall that came out yep, with as Matt well Damon. with Matt Damon? Which, which but that I was like a—I mean, we, we already spoke on this. That was like you know uh, people jumped the gun on that one. Yeah, yeah it uh, wasn't uh, Matt Damon as oh he's the great white savior. He's just a white guy who was there, right? You know, I mean, that, just, that was it, right? I mean, it's the same thing we, we talked about a little earlier about how Iron Fist is getting a lot of heat because of the supposed whitewashing and that. So, I mean, people, people is abjectly against that. fisting left and right are, are, are protesting this movie all over the. So, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. You're the best. You gotta stop. I mean, you're not right about that. But you're right about, um, about folks just getting angry at the fact that, you know, there's this assumption that uh, films that historically with the character has not been white because they are white now it's whitewashing and it's you're taking something that's incredibly serious in terms of whitewashing and you're just applying across the board whenever there's anything that has to do with white folks interacting with things that aren't white i.e. iron fish you got this white guy who's or interacting with asian arts asian arts and now it's oh that is whitewashing not really because the character wasn't asian to begin with it was a white guy yeah unlike yeah, ghost yeah, of the yeah. shell where the main character the major, major is japanese yeah so. and i can see this one <laughs> i don't really want to weigh in on whether I think I want to know the black opinion. But I think the <laughs> I think the one you originally asked is is if I'm going to pay to see this, mm-hmm. and the answer is probably, <laughs> very probably. I'm sorry, know. man. Um, it does. Yeah, the whitewashing's there, but it looks accurate as hell, and, and that's one of those things I love. They stay loyal to source material. Yeah, oh, the it's huge. Naked, like the she suit, just got naked. I'm, the oh, it's that oh, you know God, that yeah. suit she's wearing. I was like, mm, oh my God, it was one so of the most interesting parts of that. And we're talking, of course, about Ghost in the Shell, mm-hmm. the original anime. It's about police in Japan. It's a specific squadron made up of. People, argument of well, of people, yeah. of people that are argumented with cybernetics, and people that are completely cybernetic, relatively human consciousness, but kind of like a Terminator. All the stories are set in Japan. Um, when you follow the story down to the down to the nuances, Major technically isn't uh, Japanese. Okay, Major uh-huh. is a sex bot. Yeah. 
in uh, imbued with the consciousness of major the person. Right. The actual okay. body was a sex bot. Yeah. No, no actual um, ethnicity or race was assigned to that. From what we saw, that's just how they drew. So him. you're just thinking like, hmm, uh, we gotta get a sex bot body. Who are we gonna get? Hey, Scarlett Johansson comes up, right? <laughs> to be 100 percent accurate to the story, it yeah. may as well look look like one of those helper robots from, from iRobot with Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but the general the general fandom have come to accept every character from this anime is Asian. I think it is like they do have reason in this case to be a little upset. No, definitely. Sure. I'm just presenting. I'm just presenting right. a point. Not even playing devil's advocate. Just going. If no, you I understand go what by, you're saying. I'm just saying well, there's so many cases, and I think this one. You know, that's know what the I mean? problem. People, so wanna, people, so people many will now. say primarily, well, you got to go by the hard facts, and the hard facts say she's Asian. The hard facts technically don't say one that she's a she, and two that she is in fact Asian. If you want to go hard facts, but you want to stick to the argument at hand, it is about whitewashing, and that in itself is a larger issue. This actually isn't my own point, but the fact that Star Johansson was cast is one of the main reasons this movie was able to be made in the first place. Yeah. Everyone can think of several better suited, suited actors for, the, for this, this role. role yeah. Yes, but they, even in their own niche uh, genres, have big names but yeah. are not as big a name worldwide they, as Scarlett Johansson. I think they, they saw Lucy same. as well and she did great in that kind of action, yeah. oh, sci-fi kind of weirdness. Mm -hmm. and the, the she reminds me of something I mean, we talked about the movie Get Out recently <coughs> and Sam Jackson uh, recently came out and kind of upset that uh, They didn't call him for Grandpa, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but the actor who who played the lead in that way, because he's a British dude. Yes, he is. And so he was saying, you know, it, he wished that it would have been an African-American actor who had that, that kind I'm of struggle. Like that, that, that's a particular situation that I promise you was not only an American yeah. situation. Right. I think the bigger issue was what Sam Jackson is putting out, which is effectively what I would say, specifically in this case, what goes to the show, what the Asian community is giving out, is that mm -hmm. you had an opportunity to utilize homegrown talent or talent that's connected to this particular culture and you opted not to. Mm -hmm. So with Sam Jackson, I don't think, I mean, I don't think Sam Jackson's throwing shade on um, on a British actor, but he's like, right. well, you got a lot of a black American actors looking for jobs and you mm -hmm. try to tell me you can't find not one of them. So I think the same thing with the whitewasher. You had a lot of Asian folks out there. You trying to tell me you can't find one Asian but female like, actress to a job? There's a meme time, right now online that actually has the actress that I guess uh, mm -hmm. the internet people have sort of picked I don't know her name. The Asian people voted on this one. They can see it right now on uh, on Twitch stream, uh, and it the meme itself says, "I am the woman that should have been cast. I am major, and I recognize her face. I don't know her name, but I well, definitely okay, recognize her." That's the problem, face. though. That's the problem. You recognize her face. Exactly. You don't know her name, Scarlett Johansson. You recognize yeah. her face and her but, name. But, but, and and that, hold on a second. And mm -hmm. that level of fame is the thing that will sell the movie, regardless of whether you're okay with it or not. That's the thing. Thing that people are really forgetting. I love Michelle Yao. I love a lot of her work. Mm -hmm. I think she would have been great. But we're locked in these ideas of people because we saw them at a certain point. It doesn't yeah. actually mean they're right for the role, even though they may be better. Scarlett Johansson is somebody who right now we know is fit for the role, like physically fit, and is a known enough name that people will go to see the movie regardless. Yeah. They probably knew something exactly like this would happen. I we'll cast Scarlett Johansson, who's someone we think can act the role, but will also get people talking about it. This is Ghost in the Shell. I Anyone who's not an anime fan, Ghost in the Shell comes up. If it's not, oh, it's uh, the hunting in Connecticut, no one gives a fl you know, no one yeah. would care. Okay. But it's Ghost in the Shell starring Scarlett Johansson, and a controversy about whitewashing comes up. More people are talking about the movie than would be. More people are interested in seeing the movie. Possibly even out of a morbid curiosity than would be. You know what I'm saying? It would be beautiful if more Asian actresses, hardworking, talented, dedicated Asian actresses were considered for the role, but they probably never had a shot because they don't have the name that Scarlett Johansson does. 
Um, I got something to add on to that, but I know Adam was waiting. Go no, ahead, go ahead, man. Right. My argument is that, with that being said, yeah. I hate to say it, but that's complete garbage. The only reason because that could be the excuse for everything. You're not going to have new actors mm. or new actresses if you're if you're going to keep going back to the well and using the same ones that people quote unquote know. Man, you you just don't want to see my rendition of Black Jesus starring Tom Cruise. The biggest, Cruise. I don't know why. <laughs> nah, he, the biggest but, but, it's, it's legit though. It's legit. The only so, people that are really going to care about this whitewashing thing, the really hardcore anime fans, there's not a be enough of them out there to, to actually make this have this movie make money pretty much <laughs> you He's know what right. i mean so He's you right. gotta get a star that people like most people that are gonna see this that are trying to get new fans that don't really care about that mm-hmm. so they're like okay scarlett johansson in this sci-fi action movie oh it was a, it was a manga from back in the day and most people don't He's care right. mm-hmm. and so the really hardcore ones there's like a big pocket of them but not enough to make the 300 million dollars that they're looking for mm-hmm. to get it out there so but it doesn't think, really but i think you matter. also gotta take into consideration the the media that it's come from it's like um the Great Wall is a great example. Yeah. Matt Damon, you know, we thought it was whitewashing, but again, like you guys said, mm-hmm. it was actually backed, like you told me, by an Asian film company, mm-hmm. and they decided to cast him as, you know, blah, 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 yeah. side and guy. How much did he hear about that story before, uh, you know, before it came out? Nothing. About, the, yeah, what was, yeah, what was the movie about? Well, Matt Damon's in Japan. But the, but, but the marketing okay, was what, coming what from their end, though, and that's what I assume. Like, I figured if the marketing, if, if the movie's being made on their end, maybe it might be a little bit different, but, you know, this is yeah. U.S. Yeah. film. But I will argue with that and say that that's the bigger problem. Like, why does it have to be? We got to get this well-known white actor actress in order for us to make money. Why can't it just be for the love of actually making film? Because but that's just, the, the end, sad just, I gotta get state this money. of affairs, my brother. That, yeah. That's like saying, well, yeah. why can't we live in a society where everyone just pays a fair price for for goods? You know, I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know, I'm a thriller priest, man. Of course, I'm gonna say something. Nah, like- that is also to say that we have to always go with the the norm whatever the norm is we have to ride it out and until we all become sort of no of course uh, not every now and then you gotta Vomit. challenge the status quo you, you just mm. have to do it otherwise creativity suffers from it there's Vomit. so many art forms and media uh, mediums out there especially in the gaming industry mm-hmm. it has been getting watered down watered down mm-hmm. uh and you know because of that, we get Call of Duty however many that we have now. But look at it this way also. Again, once to, uh, back to the realistic perspective. Um, there's the ideal, and then there's the reality of the situation. The reality of the situation is every year consistently there will be a new Madden game. There will be a new NBA Live. What if this movie is really good and there's just a white... We're so fixated on this person was the wrong cast for it. I'm going to boycott it. Well, I'm not. I have to see it for my own morbid curiosity. Mm -hmm. And it looks like... I think think the industry has approached dual movies of this magnitude and the source material being so popular. Mm -hmm. I think they can approach it with a soft feather pen, it's like okay, we're, we're gonna we're gonna get backlash for uh, um, Scarlet. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure we bring in the guys that are probably involved with the original storyline, the original uh, manga, and see if we can get this as accurate as possible, as as loyal to the source material, mm-hmm. so we can just kill the whitewashing aspect that away. Well, I'm and hoping, I think, and I'm feeling from what I'm seeing, mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be that. I think it's actually gonna be pretty decent. Yeah, so do I, and I'm 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 banking on the fact that they are paying the f attention because if this sucks, yeah, this will yeah. tank a lot of people. Yeah, but from the trailer, they've gone uh, from what we've seen, yeah, shot for shot mm-hmm. from uh, of several oh, yeah. uh, key scenes from the oh, anime. Yeah. I mean that's. One of the reasons why I'm about to go see it specifically for that because they, they show the scene where she was, you know, transparent through the water, she just whooped that the was a cop or whatever. No, it looks visually, whatever. Like, it's visually amazing, appealing, yeah. and you're right, they did it shot for shot. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I'm willing to pull in, and I think that's one of the reasons why they did it that way because mm-hmm. it would still catch those purists. So, as much as you may be angry at the fact that they cast this white woman as the lead role, yeah. at the same time, you can't argue the fact that they at least tried their hardest to be uh, to be loyal to the source material. So, yeah. I mean, it's a win. I mean, you'll figure out how it pans out, man. I mean, if you if 
if you are a fan of Ghost in the Shell, you don't see this movie, shame on you. You should be able to go see it anyway, purely because they try their hard to stay true to the source material, besides the fact that the actress they picked um, is white. I mean, go for it. I think you should go take a look at it. See, see well for yourself. Said. Well said. Thank you. You heard it right here. JM Thriller Priest is vying for Laverne Cox as the major. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Now, the last thing I'll say about it is this. I am going to see the damn thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. has to be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to try my best not to hate on it. It's honestly not Scarlett Johansson's fault. It's not. She's an actress, needed work. This was a job that opened up, and mm-hmm. they picked her. You know, they could have Scarlett Scar- mm-hmm. puts her put, puts her work in. You know, she she does she does. I think she had role. roles yeah. too that she could have picked. Other than this, I think she probably took it because she realizes this is going to be a great project. So yeah. I think you I know mean, at, you at, at, at her, that's a good point. She can handpick whatever she wants to do now as an yeah. actress. She probably has scripts, you know, yeah, her stacked right. up in yeah. front of her. So I, I think she took six. This. So, so you can see something over my work. It has to be good. So you can see how much money is behind this and everything. And she probably read it and things like this is something worth my time. So she was definitely not unaware of the controversy that would probably surround it as well so mm-hmm. I think you know she she had her reasons for doing it hopefully you know that means it's going to be a good project so well, that's I hope, what I'm hoping I hope for. so and I'm really hoping that at some point because I know it's not the standard story it's actually an offshoot but they teased the laughing man yeah, I, I, I yeah, really am because yeah. that, that would be the yeah. shit alright so if you, uh, <laughs> so you have any direct tip. <laughs> if you have any more to say on this subject you want to chime in on us or tell us you know how stupid we are how offended you are and <laughs> hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com or just hit us up on uh, Facebook on Twitter on there too all the links are on the show bio and I mean dude we want to hear what you have to say also hope you're watching because you can also chat with us live about it at twitch.tv slash thegeekdown when's it dropping uh, next, week. March, next week 24th <laughs> the 24th alright mm-hmm. All right, put me on the spot there. I'm like, ah, ah, ah. DJ Clue. <laughs> All right, no, no, you, no I'm, 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 I'm going to fall back and let you gentlemen shine because I myself don't have a Nintendo Switch. But Nintendo Switch and Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild has been all the rage. Breaking up people's families, I, man. I know dudes who ain't feeding. <laughs> they been locked in their room playing Zelda on the Switch. Like, where you been, bro? I see you in like weeks. What? See, all I right. never got, I like, I mean, I like Zelda. I just never really got into it and never really had that Zelda game where I just. There's not one know, Zelda game ever? Le- the, no. The no, no. I mean, I've played a, a, no, a no. bunch of different ones, but I never really got sucked in that that hole where I haven't left oh, the house man. or something. All like I know. Wow. Is all I know is just Johnny took time off work and Dirty D was like, wow. <laughs> Dirty D was only- you realize this broadcast live without the man. Uh, no, 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 he took vacation. Took a vacation. He took vacation. It was all legal. It was all legal. <laughs> but just Johnny took days off of work. He's on the- and just Johnny Dirty- lied to his boss. <laughs> He's still in the bathroom. Rest I have speed. Ebola. <laughs> and Dirty D was locked up for like a weekend, a solid week. Straight. Yeah. Only thing he kept pushing out was just updates of his progress. Zelda. Yeah. I'm like, is this brother alive? I don't even want to mention two pieces of the map. Like, yeah, I opened up kids? this part. Like, you got kids. You got kids. Yeah, my, so, I, dude, think, I think, I, ahead, I, think I neglected my child for a second. For a couple days. Daddy, can we eat today? <laughs> now, now, to set that record straight, I also picked up the Switch. Yes. So it was not just for Zelda. Yeah, the kids but, got up and he cut a Switch. Yeah, it was just for Zelda. Okay, okay, okay. Give us, give us the breakdown then. First mm-hmm. of all, we're talking about Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. This okay. is all right. So, Legend of Zelda is a franchise that's been around for 30 years or over 30 years, 31 years. Um, and so when it when it first came out, we're talking Legend of Zelda One on the NES. It uh, turned a lot of heads because it was the first one of the first, if not the 
first legitimate open world game. Yeah. You can go to pretty much any dungeon you want out of order, however you choose, and there wasn't much in the way of context as or, or direction as to what to do. They didn't even start you off with a sword. True. They also didn't yeah. start you off with instructions. And I spent so many times in the yeah. damn Just caves. wandering around, bro. <laughs> the thing is, you get into a cave, you ain't got a torch or nothing, and it's dark. They don't tell me, oh, you gotta get a light source and come back later. It's like, okay, so I'm wandering around this sucker. I rented this from Blockbuster. It's been four hours, okay? I've got a limited time table. <laughs> <laughs> Limited. Just saying. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. That's the reason why I ended up kind of like, um, kind of like Adam on this where it's like, I like Zelda, but I didn't fall in love with it because I'm sitting here like, you yeah, need to give me. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't have a linear path. Like, <laughs> like Pia, I'm wandering around. I'm like, I got to give this back. That's I'm the glory. This boy. No, I'm this, glad you feel my pain, man. This yeah. After, this after I'm blowing into the freaking gold cartridge to make yeah. it work, yeah. I get it to work, and I'm wandering around for like 45 minutes to an hour. I'm just like, you know what? And it freezes four hours into it. You're like, ah, yeah. and it still makes zero progress. These are <laughs> games that work with batteries. Save, so, yeah, games yeah, yeah, work yeah. batteries, but if you don't save, or God forbid, like, the power goes out at the wrong time. All right, so All that work. 18 hours of your young life. When, 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 you, when you're, like, six years old, that's, like, one-sixteenth of your existence. Gone. What's this Zelda about? So, uh, ever since Ocarina of Time, so now uh, you have to bring up Ocarina of Time. It came out in 97. Uh, or 98. Yep. Uh, on 60, on with the album Ocarina of Rhyme that came out in 2008. And that has been, up until... Uh, Till this release uh, has been the pinnacle of the Zelda series, mm-hmm. and, when, and when it first came out, it also changed everything about Zelda. It brought it into 3D for the very first time. Mm-hmm. It did so many things that a lot of games for the past 20 years, almost 20 years, has. Uh, copied or borrowed. You take the Z-targeting system, yep. something that mm. pretty much any action game uh, to this date has copied. Dark Souls, Neo. Bloodborne, like, and that, those are just games I love, but yeah. <laughs> they all copied that targeting system that Zelda you, Ocarina when, of Time when has you, perfected. When you, when you finesse the Z trigger a little yeah, bit. Yeah, oh. <laughs> Alright, well now the newest, the, the newest installment uh, available on both the Nintendo Switch and the Wii U yes. is The Legend of Zelda yep. Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. So, uh, with this game, they essentially went back to the roots of the original Legend of Zelda yep. to figure out what made it so good. And part of that was saying, hey, Zelda and the other Zelda games up until this point were kind of getting more and more linear. And this one, it was the first major, here's Nintendo doing open world game for the very first time, full 3D, massive open world game. And the biggest part about it, it doesn't hold your hand. It doesn't tell you yeah. what to do. It just says, here's this big giant world. We're going to give you a, a couple of things right up front. Uh, and then after that, go. You I'm are not- free to do whatever so, you yeah. want. So it's like, it's like real life. Though. And I'm not going to lie. Not, I played it. I played the game for about 10, 15 minutes when you were generously enough brought the switch in. Yeah, and you had it. Mind you, you played play. it on air on while air. we're trying to broadcast. And everybody on the Twitch saw me <laughs> struggling to make it happen because I, I also had a switch um, and I also beat, beat, beat up my opponent with like this tree branch mm-hmm. and I threw it and I dropped it and I'm just like, I'm running around trying to find something to fight him but I can't find nothing to fight him. Yeah. And for me, once again, it's 
like frustrated. Like, just tell me, give me a little arrow to point. This is where I need to go in order for me to get this weapon, in order for me to fight this monster. But I because like that's, the, that's, the like of, like, that's the beauty of the game. I'm like, it's climb the it up. logic behind that game. Well, it's just, I, I feel ahead. like in, in, in real life, this would be like the equivalent of him. He's got like a gun in one hand, bullet in the other one. I don't know what to do. You gotta hit him with a bullet. Okay, just throwing it at him. <laughs> it's like, it's not working. He's still alive. I got two shots. I throw the rifle, I throw the bullet. Nothing works. Just start running. So, but, so part of that struggle is actually yeah. intentional. Absolutely mm. intentional because you are Link. You just woke up after a hundred years of sleeping. Hmm. So you kind of think in it from Link's perspective, like he's very rusty. Like he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. He lost his memory. He's got to pee uh, like a mother. He, he doesn't know where he is, who he is, mm. or what happened and why he woke up in this weird blue jacuzzi ooze. Uh, <laughs> jacuzzi. And, wait, wait, this dude woke up in his own Yeah, ooze. and he's hearing voices and yeah. he doesn't kind of know, but and you kind of like, as you're struggling to learn about the world, it's also part of it ties into the character of Link. Like, Link is learned about the world, too, because he doesn't have any memory, any recollection of it. So your struggle is also Link's struggle. And as you go through it, you, you are meant to struggle. But then you learn through that struggle what to do, what not to do, how to sort of survive in his very challenging yeah. game. I mean, up until this you, point, there hasn't been another you have to understand that's, that's like, challenging. You, th this is what caught me. When I started playing the game, same way, same scenario. Wake up, out of the blue ooze, jacuzzi, yay, blah, blah, blah. By the way, Link, you need to do this. Okay, mysterious voice. You come out. All right, I know what I have to do. She kind of, you know, I kind of figured it out. But as soon as I try to set foot, set foot to task, mm -hmm. I'm I'm literally sidetracked by scenery. So I go mm -hmm. over there. Something happens, and I pick it up, and I, and I interact. Oh, my God, this is awesome. Then I'm sidetracked again. So, mind you, two hours in... And I literally skipped the first mission of the game, and I'm just literally rondering this entire world. Mm. And it's that, oh, it, dude, it's so factual. Ba I can't, I, oh, it it's is immense, the good bro. kind of distraction. Yes, this man. is this is distraction where you don't you you set a goal for yourself. You you see something off the distance. All right, I'm going to check that out. And all of a sudden, something else comes up along the way of making it to that destination that distracts you. Yeah. And it's just. It's a good distract. Like it's mm. fun, and you explore it because you don't know about this world, and you get rewarded for and that. And I think one of the major pieces of this game is that, regardless of what happens, um, you, you you get distracted, and then you you may come back and revisit an area again, and guess what happens? You figure out something brand new, like mm. like yeah. logical stuff, though. Like, mm -hmm. um, I, oh, I didn't know I could have picked up that rock and literally whipped at his head and knocked him out. Yeah. Yeah. Where, 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 where you were so flustered the first time you visited that area, and you're like, oh, well, I need to do this and interact like this. But then you revisit and you, and like I said, you, you pick up the rock and you throw. It's like, oh man, I didn't know I could do that. That's when the game literally locked me in, and I just I spent the next week neglecting life. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna lie. I mean, when I when I when I lost the switch, uh, the tree branch, whatever, I picked the boulder and I chucked it and I missed when I threw it. So I just started running again. Then I'm like, I'm tired of running from these monsters. No shirt. Like, no shirt. No shoes. I'm just lost. In your boxers. And I'm just done. Like I don't even know if I want to do this anymore. But I mean, I, so you're telling me that this is intentional. So it's it's to, to draw you in. It is, and okay. and it does. There are elements in there that guide you, mm -hmm. and definitely give you a direction of where to go. Yes. But none of it is required, mm. uh, except for the very beginning tutorial area. Mm -hmm. uh, everything else, other than that point, says here's a main quest. You can go here, but also it gives you another main quest, which is beat the game. Right from the very uh, yeah. start, it gives you a main quest, beat the game, another main quest, 
uh, explore story stuff if you want. And you, you can ignore both of those and just go Straight to like to the opposite direction. You can go yeah. wherever you want. And there will be incentive and reward for you. And not only that, the probably the most important thing about the game is just its gameplay mechanics and how mm-hmm. they work and interoperate with one another using this very physics-heavy simulation that's part of this. Factual physics, too. And it's reasonably can, factual. Yeah, so there's something metal. You'll get uh, an item that allows you to control metal, and if you see something sort of like a metal chest in the bottom of a lake, like, well, you can't you can't swim, but you know what? I have this magnesis rune. I can just mm-hmm. magnetize it and pull it out of the lake and then open up that chest. But if it's like mm. really deep into that lake, like, oh, how do I get all the way over there? You get another rune uh, that allows you to make these pillars of ice from water. And so that's you a can great sort point. of get like, your way towards it. The game literally within the first hour gives you every tool you need to be successful at the game. Mm. And, and it's just up to you how you manipulate and use the game. At that point, um, and, and these runes give you the abilities, basic abilities, but everything you need to progress in an early stage. So, like I said, it, um, when you first start the game, you can literally beeline it straight to the end of the game, to the to the end boss. Oh wow! You're probably not ready for it. Let's be honest. I mean, three, you're, you only start with three hearts. You so, can walk, so walk me it through this hearts the piece for for those who have got a chance to play it. Walk me through this hearts thing. You talk about how you you had to get to have thirteen hearts to get this sword. If you don't, you die, or you need certain hearts to achieve certain things. Walk me through this. Well. It, it's more or less every Zelda game. You have to increase your life bar. So mm-hmm. it's with the hearts. Everybody knows that. That's yep, classic yep. Zelda. But mm-hmm. long story short, what makes this game great is that um, it's the shrines. These mini puzzles, literally 120 million puzzles. You can't beat that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. There's some games won't even offer that much. And, mm-hmm. and, and they're and, all and, and very elaborate, and very Pokemon. unique, and, and elaborate. Yeah. And all of these uh, puzzle-based dungeons, and not all of them are puzzles. Some of them yeah. do have some combat challenges. Yeah. But mm-hmm. every single one of them have multiple ways to solve them. Huh. You okay. can come up with something yeah. very creative. I was just watching, just between me and my brother playing the game, Like I saw him solve the same uh, shrine yeah. in a very different way from what I solved it. And because of the physics-heavy simulation that they have built, Built into the game, it just works. You can yeah. build yourself a catapult, a literal catapult. Put like an explosive barrel, or yourself. You could put. Yeah. You could take a big giant metal board, prop it onto a rock, take another rock uh, or metal object, lift it up to the other side, and stand on the other end of the board and just launch your launch yourself directly yeah. into the air and uh, looney tunes stuff is this yeah you could do here? some very like road runner Creative looney stuff. tunes wily coyote I, I stuff i think yeah. in, the, in the smaller th- smaller things npc interaction when you're in the villages when you do something random like um throw a bomb and just leave it in the middle of the thing you, most games in that in that in, in that in that genre nowadays you know you can set the bomb explode npcs are interacting mm-hmm. the bomb mm-hmm. explodes people are like oh my god Nice, You're crazy. But back to being the game, like you know, I'm just like, whoa, that's awesome. You guys reacted to the to the actual. Wait, wait, that wait, ties wait. into wait, the so, AI. So some yeah. fool just walks into town, uh, throwing grenades. He's like, ah, ah, ah. Okay, back to the bank. <laughs> you, you know, you know when I realized it was sounds awesome? realistic when you walk <laughs> in when when you change your clothes. Like uh, I I I started testing it. Like um, I would just take off my shirt. Like I would walk into town. I'm like, let me walk in bare chest and see what happens. And the girls interact like a girl interact. <laughs> <laughs> react, and it's just yeah. I heard about so that. Factual, I was ta- I was dude, talking to Mix awesome. the Cobb uh, before the show uh, earlier about that. Out, yeah. and, yep, and apparently uh, you can do you get different interactions whether or not you go in shirtless, you can go in butt naked. 
Yeah. Um, well, about naked, but yeah. you can get, <laughs> n- naked enough to get a reaction. You got some briefs. How naked is yeah. enough to get a reaction? I From what I hear, um, just one ball hanging out. <laughs> just one. <laughs> just, just one. Off the side. All, all it takes. Yeah, yeah, just one. one doesn't even hang. It just kind of like pokes. Those like, are called it's like a peephole looking out of it. Sheikah orbs. <laughs> <laughs> and the eyeball on it just, uh, just, just raise questions. Looking through a keyhole. Trying your flight. <laughs> it's an extra Sheikah orb. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah. So uh, and yeah, then there's the AI that is also as complex and intricate as the physics simulation. Yep. So like, and it ties into the animations that play out. We're talking like animation, like quality animation that is phenomenal. Like uh, you can actually stealth your way into like a goblin encampment, encampment, yep. grab all of their weapons, and then you know while they're sleeping. And then wake them up by starting to like attack them. They'll wake up, try to run to their weapons where they stored them, yeah. realize it's not there, and then look at you and they'll like shout at you and like oh my, hold they'll on. scream at my you. Like, ah! All right, so in the all be, this, the, be, um, the, be, the best of all, uh, lightning storms. If you're wearing metal during a lightning storm, mm-hmm. it starts to conduct that lightning. So it gradually it'll, it'll build build until a massive thunder strike hits you. I use, you I use, or can you read? No, it strikes you. It strikes you. Oh, like if you have the metal suit, anything metal conducting that mm-hmm. while it's equipped, it, it'll strike you. Here's here's the ingenious part. I used to literally teleport right out as soon as it happened because I like I didn't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Then I realized like you know what? If I can equip the metal spare, where, uh, take off everything that's metal, just equip the metal spare and let the lightning build long enough. If I get into a fight, I can literally chuck this thing right before it explodes at the enemy. Boom, and it worked. I literally, I fell in love Damn, huh? with the game. Yeah. So my wife is next to me. I'm like, yo, dude, you just, when I did it, I literally looked, I was like, dude, you can't believe what I just did. You can't believe what I just did. And I'm like, I, I, I lost it. You can it. Weaponize, weaponize the weather itself. Pat, Tony weaponize Stark. Weaponize the ass. weather. Weaponize your environment. Yeah. Pat, t- <laughs> out of the 15 major reviewers, all of them gave them, mm-hmm. all 15 gave it the max rating. Out of the seven, wow. seven stated probably the best game of all time. Cool, I'm asking you not to hit the table. I Sorry. hear you. And I, I feel No, that. because it's yeah. that serious. Look, I've had a game capture me okay, since Okay, well, I'm, I'm, hearing, I'm, hearing, I'm hearing a lot about, about, about the game itself and the yep. intricacies of the AI and the interactions. Um, it's available for both the Nintendo Switch and the yep. Wii U. Mm-hmm. Which, you th- which do you think is the better uh, platform to represent this? Oh, definitely the Switch. Definitely. Uh, but if you can't pick up a Switch, I, I said this before and I'll say it again, just grab it on the Wii U. It's going to be just as good. Uh, yeah. You might not get the best uh, quality in graphics or sound, especially sound. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it's... The game, the game is so good. We're talking on the caliber of monumental game quality here. We're talking mm. one of... Absolutely one of the most... Uh, important games to release in the past 20 years. Yes. We're talking on the level of Ocarina of Time. We're talking this game is going to be in discussion for years to come for greatest game of all time. Okay, that so is I, how good this is. Scale of, before, scale of Metal before, Gear, Metal Gear 2, and Metal Gear 3. Snake Eater. It is <laughs> toppling Metal Gear without a doubt. And what? Mario Brothers 3. And, my, and, 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 and Devil Dragon. Dragon. Right. And the question, yeah. of the question of the day is do you think that the next Zelda game can even top this one? I I don't know if it it's going to use the same stuff. And, they have yeah. they have to reuse it, but uh, it's going to be phenomenal if they do. But because this was the first one to do yeah, it, it's going to be hard. It's monumental. This one is going to get all the credit. Uh, there have been developers that have done interviews, just group discussion of other game developers, big ones too, from like the creator of Bioshock yep. and Bioshock mm-hmm. Infinite and but stuff like that. A yep. bunch of different game developers, all of them absolutely okay. in love with this game. Nerd boners cannot- as far as the eye yeah. can see. I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, now one last question before we uh, break on this because yeah. I got to know. Okay, so how long before you put the cartridge in your mouth? 
Oh, I did it immediately. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> immediately. Immediately. It had to be yes. done. Is it as bitter as they say? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I'm, yeah, my man you, you do just got pulled. It's a new God tradition, damn. new game look. Uh, yeah, used to be the new game smell, now it's a new game look. Those sound fights will find a way to use them. <laughs> All right, so the game was the Nintendo Switch. The game The uh, game was Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild on the Nintendo Switch. You and, the Wii Wii about that. and the Wii U. And the Wii U. Uh, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. Let us know how your cartridge tasted. Tell Kobe. We'll follow up on Damn, I asked it. Time to fight. All right, but no, right now, um, I got to check out Beauty and the Beast, the new film starring Emma Watson and a whole slew of other people. Black Adam Willis in the house. Mm -hmm. I believe you got to check it out, too. Yeah, man. It took me a a couple tries to see this sucker because uh, it was sold out, man. Everywhere I went, this movie was popular. This is really the highest. It, it was the most expensive movie ever made. That's what they're saying. What? Oh, Three hundred plus a million dollars to really? make this movie. I definitely see where the budget went. Sell that to James Cameron. Dollars. Right? Yeah. I'm hoping this wasn't the most expensive because I did see a couple of flubs here and there. Yeah. Nothing well, to ruin the picture, but it's kind of like going back to watch The Matrix now. Yeah. Or I guess a better example to watch The Matrix Reloaded now in 2017. Stop. Stop. See how crazy. Where you can see... Stuff that you thought back then, oh my god, this is the pinnacle of something. Where it's like now you can see, oh, that's animated, that's animated. That's like that's animated. Well, you can see it. It's, 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 it's a real life girl with a, a real life fake beast thing. You know what I mean? So you can see. A lot see of bestiality. But like you can see how. <laughs> I love going to movies like this because I can see the money working. You're like, what does $300 million look like? You go yeah. for two hours and sit down. That's what $300 million looks like. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing to kind of see. And then this, this story. Um, and it's the same so story of the of the um, the animated, right? Uh, the full animated, and one of the uh, reading the beast, the stuff. highest regarded animated films of all time as well. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was mm-hmm. a kid, I really really enjoyed this movie, but I was like, uh, I was a little bashful to kind of admit that, you know, being oh, like a it's being not, a young it's not really boy, like, oh, thing. Yo, beast. dog, yeah, what you exactly. doing? I'm playing Madden, kid. What you doing? Well, you know, I'm enjoying Beauty and the Beast, yeah, son. Exactly. I'm you like, know, yeah. really the most gangster thing. <laughs> it was always between that and Aladdin. I think you know my two favorites is Aladdin because when Aladdin came out. I was in the school band uh, for the same reason. I was trying to. I was trying to get this 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 chick, uh-huh. and she was big in the band. Not like big in the band, but she was in the band. She was a bass player. And she was deep. Like, she was all a band was her life. Like, she went to every, she went to every oh, performance. Your, your high school had a band? No, my middle school had a band. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you know what high school I went to, brother. They went, mm. Hey, We had a band, they, band, band, band with switchblades. Nah. In elementary and middle school, yeah, the schools had bands. And I knew the Aladdin soundtrack backwards and forwards because that's what the band played yep. for like two years straight. And that's what I had to try to learn on piano. Because that's the only thing I could fake, uh, and you know, try to get next to this girl. Yeah. So I had that was my motivation, and that's why Aladdin got a pass. But Beauty and the Beast, you're right. It's not really something uh, regular, you know, hetero dude in our patriarchal yeah, society could just throw out right. at was random. It, it, it does not make it the, bad. Well, I'm not to cut you off. Was it loyal to the original story? I, it was. It's. It's. It tells the same story. It just tells it a little worse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't expect to hear that. <laughs> I don't, you know what I mean? And that's just because I have this, you know, yeah, I love this movie so much. Right? You know what I mean? I have this attachment. And, like, still the, uh, the Be Our Guest uh, animated sequence from the first one is awesome. is still one of the greatest mm-hmm. uh, things. It was one of the, I think, if it's not the only, one of the only movies to ever be nominated for Best uh, Picture at the Oscars okay. as an animated film. Well, I will say this one, they did not slouch it all on the those numbers like this they, yeah this was they went all out be our guest they went all out with um yeah you 
OTM. Yeah, they, they, they had the great numbers. I know they're they're talking about doing a, a live action Milan movie without music. That seems that seems just wrong. It seems a little unless they can get Scarlett Johansson to star. Exactly. I will yeah, beat my joke. You stole my joke. You stole from me. You gotta be quick with it, brother. You gotta be quick. I was setting it up, and you just knocked it down. That's That's what they call the uh, the joke alley oop right there. It would even knock it down. He just took it out your hand. Hey. But anyways, this yeah, did, Beauty and the Beast. I did enjoy this movie. Um, I, I you, it has the the animation kind of like you know mm-hmm. the integrated you know live action stuff and mm-hmm. and the acting was good. The, we've the, come the a set long design, way from the costume framed Roger Rabbit. I just want to yes. point that out. But even that looks mm-hmm. looked you know gray still holds up. But this was well, that like did, but in that movie you could also tell when people had to interact with animated figures. You know, oh I'm fair, I'm miming this. I'm not. Yeah. I really didn't get miming from anybody in right. this. No, I, I mean believe them, that they they're were dancing together. It looks like they're actually yeah. you know it doesn't look like you know one's a little fuzzy looking and one's like you mm-hmm. know crystal clear everything everything looked looked seamless it looked good and yeah. that's what that's what you were talking about that's where you impressed. see the money was, go and now, it did what do you think of the controversy behind the character that the, the, the the gay thing people yeah. are talking about here's my opinion here's my opinion what is that for though for our listeners and myself we there don't know what you're talking about people had a problem because they think uh, there was a, a few scenes that suggested uh, a homosexual rela- relationship yeah. and here's my opinion hmm. on it and this is all I'm going to have to say and this is I heard from somebody else is if you're the type of person to have a problem with a little bit of gayness in a movie suggested mm-hmm. but yeah. not don't have a problem with a girl falling in love with a giant beast and <laughs> And dating him, That's the fair sir, thing. you have some problems, okay? And so maybe well, just lie down well and leave yourself We're alone. Clap for this so, individual. Yeah. Anonymous comment. And so, um, the and so get over it. The character of Lift. That's awesome. Played by um, played by uh, Josh Gad. Josh Gad. Oh, in this okay, movie yeah, yeah. is yeah essentially Gaston's you know right hand man, yeah, yeah. second man. He's a toady. He's a toady. Yeah, one of uh, one of uh, Herb's favorite characters, I think. Uh-huh. Gaston, oh, the man. He's he portrayed. Man. He's portrayed in this as oddly enough, where in any other movie or in any other situation, he would be the magical Negro. You know, yeah. the uh, he he'd be he'd be, yeah. the, he'd be the, the black best friend who teaches him how to dance. Yep. In this one, he's he's the he's the he's the, uh, the gay best friend who teaches him how to dress. Mm. You know, gotcha. okay, but okay, he's okay. the one that's he's the one that's inspiring every every song cue, and he's the one that's paying off the dancers to keep you know keep dancing. Now I know Gaston's just on a roll. Just trust me, you'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. Here's a couple extra bits, and it's like mm-hmm. that part I like. That was a very subtle gag right. yeah. that almost made it believable. It's like people just bust out dancing. No one does that at the bar. I can't it's go. Funny. I can't go down yeah. the Tam on Tremont Street, and you know just, just like just nah, like, not there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like in that situation, that's essentially what's happening in the movie, and the way they play that off is now his friend is paying everyone off to keep dancing, get his boys, uh, you know. Uh, his uh, ego uh, was yeah, swelling yeah. him. Is his vigor back up? So he's depressed. I did think and that then, was an interesting way to do it. Yeah, and I and I enjoyed it. Yeah, and I think and nothing offensive. No, I, I got, no, it's it's ridiculous. Like I said, it's if you, if that's what you're digging for. Like I said, you got some problems. Just let it go. You know what I mean? Just let it go. Well, who, who is this movie Emma, geared towards? Is this movie geared towards folks like Adam, who who clearly has a connection to this movie, or is it geared towards new everybody family based movie? I, I, I wouldn't see towards? that because that's the thing that I thought going in. I was mm-hmm. going to see this uh, with my girlfriend and her kids, mm-hmm. and. I realized that a lot of the people in this were couples, and it's Beauty and the Beast, the same story, but mm-hmm. the way it's acted and the way it's presented, it seems a lot more like it's for couples as a romance story yeah. than uh, like family movie think, and musical. You know, I think the, uh, I mean, talking about like the grocery sheets coming back, I think it was uh, predominantly women that went and saw this. I think it was like 60, 60 
plus percent mm-hmm. uh, female. You know what I mean? Obviously, uh, like I said, even when I was a kid, I had those like oh, Beauty and the Beast. But like I went to see it by myself, and I that I have no shame anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't care. Nothing's gonna stop me from seeing something I don't want. Though. I'm not ashamed. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what it is. So it's um, I'm a grown but man. It was, it was, it's, I'm a grown it's, ass man going to see Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, well, it's for so, everybody. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. for it's for couples. It's for kids. It's mm-hmm. for people that have the attachment to the original. It's so it's, w- one question before you move on. Do you think this is going to be a trend for Disney? To, yes, I to think continue this remaking action. the classics. This is something that's going to happen now. You saw the the money this made, and I think it's it's already at three hundred and twenty five million dollars worldwide. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's making bank week. back. Yeah. So. and so this is like I said, they already talked about Milan. They're doing it without the music. I don't know. I I, I bet they rethink that in terms of probably throwing songs. In yeah, there, yeah. Let, let them do but Little Mermaid see, as, as as a non musical. They're gonna do yeah. Well, they convert Little Mermaid. They want to do Lion Little King, Mermaid right? like that. They're gonna do Lion a bunch King. of stuff. I did hear Lion King. It's Lion gonna King. happen. You're gonna see an Aladdin. You're gonna see all this stuff. You know, I'm I would love to see a scene. I'm down for Aladdin live action. Aladdin, I'm down. Yeah, so this is this is definitely starting a trend. This is you'll see this. We'll be talking about the other ones, mm. you know, mm. months from now right. when you're going to be making them. But. Well, I highly recommend it. I was say, so should we go see it? Yes or no? Oh, oh yes. thumbs up, down. No. Absolutely, take the wife. No, mm-hmm. I don't take the son. Probably take, <laughs> like, probably take, probably the, take, take the kids because mm-hmm. uh, your son's a little young, and there were mm-hmm. some. Uh, like hardcore fight scenes NBCL. and on NBCL, <laughs> so you don't want them. To yeah, yeah, a no, three-year-old should not see that. Gotcha. <laughs> Just a song, um, but no, like on-screen death, that type of thing. The mm-hmm. wolves were a little intense. Yeah, man. Yeah, I remember so. when even you know in the original and stuff like that. That was it was a little scary. You know what I mean? They're walking, they're kind of stalking him. The old man's out in the woods. Yeah, and so like I was thinking that. that and then when you see it like this, like the technology is so much better. You're like, damn, that is a little intense. It's yeah, a little it's, little intense all, it's also when the when when the beast like got in some faces and was like, ah, yeah, saw them teeth. And like the hair and stuff. Are we talking on the level of uh, Jungle Book with Shere Khan? Mm-hmm. No, I'd say this is probably a little more jarring for me. For me. Well, we're this, talking this on the level really? of the yeah. live-action Jungle Book, Shere Khan. Yeah, 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 yeah that's, that's what I meant. That's oh, that's that what he meant. Okay, I thought, yeah. I thought you meant like the animated one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'd say along that lines, yeah, because in some scenes you Similar really think, yeah, I can't see kids sitting through this and being comfortable. Yeah. But I still recommend this movie. Emma Watson gave a great performance. Good. Uh, Good also, Kevin Klein, not my favorite performance by him. But I believe him in the role. Yeah, but I like him in anything. Kevin Klein, yeah, yeah, he, he great does actor, good work. Yeah, I, I mean Adam Willis loved him in Wild Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, oh, and, do a and fish the one called dude... Wando when he's you know having sex, <laughs> smelling his armpits the whole time. No, you I, fart face. I had, I, I had to look this dude up. I had to look up his name because I keep forgetting him, and I always want to say it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He's not Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He, he could be his big brother, no. but the dude, Luke Evans. Yeah. Okay. He played Gaston. Yeah, and he is a, a great look. Look, He looks like him. You yeah, know what I mean? it's He's that got hairline. That freaking, like, how does that... It's like they're that, not like, Asian, bro. I look at him, and I, if, I, if I like saw him in a dark room, I'm an Asian dude. Oh, wait, no, sorry. You know, it's, it's like... But Luke Evans did a phenomenal guest. No, I bought him as the cocky a hole the whole time. Right. I bought him as the jerk. And he's got that deep baritone type, like yeah, you yeah. Know, that, the singing that was on for point it. two. Um, I like at the end they had that little vignette over in the credits where they show like the uh, the live action people with their uh, animated characters. Oh, yeah. that's nice. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Ian McKellen and the sucker. Um, mm. Dan Dan Stevens. Now I don't. He played the Beast. I don't know if he did the voice or not. I missed that part. Uh, but he came in for that last bit, and 
I don't know. It was just like, yeah, okay, it's kind of a kind of a lax payoff. That's the one thing that kind of killed it for me. But besides that, highly recommended. Take your girlfriend, take your kids, take your boyfriend, take your husband, take your grandpa. I don't know. Take anybody. It's a daggone good movie. Much better than I thought it would be, too, uh-huh. as a live-action animation a- adaptation of an animated existing movie. And you went with kids, so did, did the kids enjoy it? Uh, I didn't go with kids. Oh, they said you were the lady the kids. No, that was the original intent. Okay. But there were a lot of kids in the theater, and they did they enjoy did it. What, yeah, what's up? Yeah. All right. Which is why I made sure to book out of there. Who's that? Who's that? Who's that random? That random guy there alone? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? I'm bathroom break. What? All right. All okay. right. All right. But that was uh, Beauty and the Beast. If you actually saw that and want to tell us about it, uh, hit us up. Geekdownradio mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Um, dude. Got to go back. Back to the past Samurai Jack. Samurai yeah, Jack. Come on, dude. I saw it. Like I said, I'm once again the noob in this whole thing. That's right. I'm the noob. So I watched I watched the two episodes of the new um season five. Yeah. I, I don't know when to jump in. Dude, I am jealous that you're gonna get to see the old that seriously. We're talking about Samurai Jack, the uh, cartoon series from Gendy Tartakovsky. He's the guy who brought us two stupid dogs, Dexter's mm-hmm. Laboratory, mm-hmm. a slew of other stuff, Star Wars, Clone Wars cartoon. Yep. And the original Samurai Jack went on for four seasons. It's a very popular show. Canceled. Yeah. It's uh, kind of man out of time. He gets zapped into the future when he's he's battling the, uh, the evil mythical Aku. evil Aku. Oh, and evil while he's about to defeat Jack. him, sends him to the future, and then he has got to kind of make his his way back. And basically, uh, he's a man out of time. And mm-hmm. it's 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 full of these interesting characters and it's mm-hmm. this really great anime. Some intense battle scenes. One of my favorite uh-huh. episodes we were talking about before the show is a uh, mm-hmm. Samurai Jack and the Scotsman. Uh-huh. Where he meets a uh, this Scottish guy on the middle of a, a, a bridge, and he's got a machine gun for a leg. This is way before Grindhouse did it, mm-hmm. and it's just hilarious. And I'm so jealous I, of you guys because I haven't checked it out yet. Oh. And I can't wait to do it. But mm-hmm. this is this is kind of they were they were gauging people's interest in the show because there was so it was so popular and it didn't get a proper ending. And so now they're trying to do it right and they're bringing it back to make, to give that people that closure. And I mm-hmm. think this is the best thing they could possibly do for anybody that's really a big fan of anything, mm-hmm. not just this series. So, Well, this new uh, season starts off it's several years in Jack's future which is in the future. Like He's been there a while. The, yeah. se- the, uh, yeah. the series cut off with him after being there a couple years. He's you know still kind of fresh face. He's still learning the ropes. Now he's like old and grizzled. People know him. He lost his sword a long he's time. Like yeah, he's like Right down to the spiked motorcycle. And this isn't a tease. Mm-hmm. This isn't a spoiler or anything. This was actually in the trailer for the season, you saw him riding the motorcycle. He's in this black armor. He's just like you know, future road warrior. He's got like the ill ass yep. beard and stuff. Mm-hmm. And this also introduced some new antagonists. It's not just Aku; it's followers of Aku. It's yeah, his minions, effectively. More so than that, and you'll see once you actually get into the series. I loved it so far. I'm I, I wasn't a huge Samurai Jack fan. I liked the concept conceptually. Yeah. Also, this dude who had pretty much Batman training. Uh, became the ultimate hero. And it's the continuation of that story taken to extreme lengths. This is a future he doesn't know. Essentially in a world he should know and has no clue how to navigate. And he's a creature from another era, another existence. I think one of the how biggest reasons why, not to cut you off, I fell in love with the most because it was like this unofficial rendition of Miller's Ronin mm-hmm. for DC. Mm-hmm. That's what I've yes. always, that's what always captured me for it and that's mm-hmm. what I've always looked at it as and that's why I've always loved Samurai Jack because Ronin was a great book. Mm-hmm. If anybody hasn't read it, read it, mm-hmm. DC Comics. Mm-hmm. But um, it, 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 that's what I always thought it was and I can't see it being anything different 
So when people try to say it's its own entity, I was like, I just don't see it, man. I just it's the unfi- it's the unofficial. Well, this is a unique it. story of it uh, is. It's a unique rendition of the story of Yojimbo. It's a lone yeah. samurai yeah. who's in an un- unfamiliar territory. Yep. You know, and his influence influences his effect influences the entire world. Yeah. And that's what Samurai Jack is bringing. Now, one thing I've definitely noticed by uh, is that this is uh, it's got a darker tone. Yeah. PG thirteen. Yeah, mm. and that mm-hmm. the original show always made sure to keep it kind of light. This one's like, nah, people gonna get hurt. Because it's on I mean, a different network now. I mean, it's yeah. one of those sort of things that definitely networks. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's one of those sort of things that really pulled me in because I'm sitting here watching. Like, no, it's not. Wow, this is this is this is pretty dark. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, the guy clearly has some PTSD issues. Well, well, isn't it? Adult Swim? Yeah, not now. Now it's Adult Swim. It's Adult Swim now. so it's a little darker. They can go a little further. Exactly. So it's not a problem. This is one of those things that makes it real for me to see. Like, you know what? I'm bought into this because I mean, it's 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 anime, but at the same time, he's dealing with. Real issues. It's not way over the top. Is that something I have to grasp for? Like this dude is struggling with with his own sense of self because of being transported into the future. But at the same time, he has to worry about the past. Now you're trapped. So I mean, he's trapped. And I mean, I'm not giving any spoilers. If you've seen it, you've seen it. But it's just understanding that like he has a tremendous sense of guilt. Why he's still trying to survive? Why he still has his mission to accomplish? So I'm I'm only in episode two, man. (laughs) And um, before we run out of time, I mean, episode new episodes come on Saturdays at 11 p.m. on the Cartoon Network. Mm -hmm. Man, keep going, Pete. Just, just right, a little we'll just, clarification. Yeah. It's uh, a U.S. American yeah. hand uh, style animation, yeah. so it's not anime l- from enough. Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But it is it clearly inspired by it. But it, mm-hmm. we're talking for the animation style because some people mm-hmm. uh, will look at it and it doesn't look like anime because mm-hmm. it is very much like a U.S. Cartoon yeah. Network style yes. drawing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think um, what's well, that one with that monkey? Uh, that's on Cartoon Network. Uh, Dexter's Laboratory. Dexter's Laboratory has yeah, that same art style. Monkey. It yes. does. You're right. Well, mm-hmm. same same guy. Same. There you go. Yeah, it's same. the same guy. Yeah, yeah, we established. Right. Yeah, yeah. Anyone who doesn't know the difference, um, anime is uh, like uh, Ren Stimpy and uh, regular America. All right, all right. Um, no, but just real quick on Samurai Jack, I highly recommend it. I love the fact that they're uh, taking the story a little more seriously now and going with a slightly darker tone. Mm-hmm. I did like the fun aspects, but I'm like, if you're just trying to get to the end of that story, I don't want them to build up forever. Like, if you recall, Thundercats, showing my mm-hmm. age here, yeah. but Thundercats went on forever. And I'm just like, you all lost the story you were trying to tell eons ago. Like, mm-hmm. It's not interesting anymore. Mm-hmm. And Samurai and Jack could have fallen into that and it seems like they're actively trying not to let it do that and I do like how they're not forcing exposition mm-hmm. they're Jack is pretty much a mute so far mm-hmm. but uh, the other characters they, they're, they're like you know big talking and you know uh, uh, trying to you know taunt them during the fights and that's where we're getting the story that's where we're mm-hmm. getting a lot of like what's actually going on what's been going on yeah. and it seems like pure happenstance but I'm like oh I'm actually picking up a lot of this you know after you know someone gets their head cut off so it's like it's dope mm-hmm. um, dude Samurai Jack I am jazz, and I highly recommend it. Oh, man. Dude, the soundtrack on it is, like, so cool, dude. Yes, I'm you really noticed that, dude. the soundtrack. Yeah. So cool, dude. Yeah. All right, Samurai so Jack, man, that's it. All right, yeah. All the way. I'm in it. Gentlemen. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. You Saturdays, 11 p.m. Just just catch up. <laughs> I am, I am. I'll, I'll have to check it out. I I watched a uh, bunch of episodes when it first aired, but mm-hmm. I didn't watch all of it, so I'll Please. have to. So you haven't seen the, the, the new episodes, at least? I haven't seen the new ones, oh. and I've I've only seen maybe like one season worth of Samurai Jack, oh, man. the original se- uh, yeah. stuff. Stuff that like that so makes hard. You- Makes you right. feel we're, we're here, looking in each other's eyes, taking anime recommendations, and now it's it's this- really good. From what oh, I watch, oh, you see, you see what happened there. Oh. You, you have you have so sufficiently shocked the audience that the Twitch camera plops on itself. All right, no, what actually happened there is Adam Willis had to break out because we're. 
just about out of time here on the Geek Down. I want to thank you all. <laughs> I want to thank you all for joining us for another action-packed, unedited, live and direct episode of the Geek Down here on WEMFRadio.com. You can check us out on SoundCloud, on uh, Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, look us up on iTunes. Uh, check us out on YouTube, on yes, Twitch.tv yes. slash the Geek Down, all those lovely places. And you can hear us, you can see us, you can chime in on us, you can talk to us, you can email us at geekdownradio at gmail.com. And you can always listen to us right here on WEMFRadio.com. I want to thank JM the Thriller Priest. Peace, peace. I want to thank Dirty D. Anytime, brother. I want to thank the blackest of the black, Black Adam Willis. I want to thank Just Johnny. You. I want to thank DJ Herbie Herb. Watch for, uh, Four Seasons of Death. I think it's like season three of Samurai Jack's best episode ever. Okay, cool. I thought you going to say wash your ass or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I want to thank you, lovely listeners and viewers, for catching, for sitting up with us on another awesome episode of The Geek Down. We'll catch you all next Monday night, 9 p.m., same bat time, same bat channel. Until then, however, be excellent to each other. Peace. 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 W-E-M-F. W-E-M-F.